5: on the Cowboy Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome to the Coach Mike Boynton Radio Show brought to you by Brom's Ice Cream and Dairy Stores. Farm Fresh for 50 years. Homeland Grocery, your OSU tailgate headquarters for all your game day needs. Charlie's Discount Drug. Discount is our middle name. Located at 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. And by Oklahoma Highway Safety. The office. Together we can end DUI. Visit nduiok.com to learn more. Now, here is your host, Dave Hunziker.
4: Well, good evening. We're back on campus at Pi Kappa Alpha, the Neil Patterson house, as a matter of fact. One of our great Oklahoma State alums, one of our most successful alums. This house named after him. Good group of fellas here for the Coach Boynton radio show it was. We'll talk Cowboy basketball and get ready for a big weekend against the Kansas Jayhawks. Last night was wild, really wild. Uh, Oklahoma State, as you know, down 14 in the second half, down nine with about six to go. Rallied. Lindy Waters made four three-pointers in the last 55 seconds of regulation. Four threes in the last 55 seconds. Got the game to overtime, tied at 71 And came up four points short, Texas Tech winning 84-80 to as the Cowboys were just a play or maybe two away from pulling off a massive upset over the number 11 team in the country and one of the hottest teams in college basketball. Not to mention, it would have probably wrecked or done a lot of damage to Texas Tech's hopes of winning the Big 12 Conference title. Another opportunity in that respect, hello ladies, A couple of guests walking by, and they're looking at me wondering, what on earth is he doing talking to himself? But you guys are here. So at any rate, uh, but big opportunity lies Saturday uh, with Kansas coming in. Another opportunity to be a spoiler uh, in the Big 12 Conference race. The Jayhawks are doing what the Jayhawks do. Looks like in mid-February, they're in trouble. Then we get to the end of February, and they're not in trouble. They have a favorable schedule, I'm sure. That's how they view it here down the stretch. But one thing to keep in mind. According to my research, and I need to verify this, but from what I've been able to put together, I believe Bill Self has a losing record in one Big 12 conference venue. It's this one. He's four and seven against Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Although it is worth saying and pointing out that uh, the stakes of this game are probably as high as any for Kansas coming to Stillwater compared to any game in recent years. But the Cowboys will be ready and ready to take down Kansas as they did twice a year ago, winning both regular season matchups. Coach Boynton has rolled in. I had an audience for a moment. He's brought the chicken in. So the two most important things are here. Number one, Coach Boynton, because he trumps everything. Number two, the chicken. So good time for a break. We'll take a break, come back. Coach Boynton's going to serve these great guys here at Pi Kappa Alpha some slim chickens. Slim Chicken's a host of the Coach Boynton radio show throughout the course of the year. Slim Chicken's on Boomer Road, just north of gallagher Arena. Slim Chicken's proud to support the Pokes. Coaches here will start our conversation with OSU's head basketball coach when we return to the Neil Patterson house at Pi Kappa Alpha here at Oklahoma State. This is the Coach Boynton radio show from Learfield IMG College. Hello, everybody. You're looking live at Fansville, a college football utopia.
6: fans. Where the rivers flow with ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Delicious. Where the air smells of fresh-cut grass, artificial turf, and smoked meats. Mm, Mmm, Where the radio only plays marching bands. And being able to read the defense is more important than being able to read. Just kidding. Stay in school. But what makes Fansville truly special are the people who call it home field. The fans. The type of people who tailgate before the tailgate. Weren't afraid to shout, my grandma could have made that kick, because that's the honest truth. She's 90. Passionate fans bound by loyalty, tradition, and the sweet, sweet nectar of the college football gods. Dr. Pepper. Get a taste of Fansville this fall during a college football game near you. Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Grab some today.
3: When the lane's packed on the court, you go to the open player. When the lane's packed on the highway, you go to ProPilot Assist, the 2019 Nissan Road. Now with available Nissan intelligent mobility technologies like ProPilot Assist that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own. Nissan Road for the win. Get to Nissan, a proud partner of the OSU Cowboys. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See Owner's Manual for safety information. What makes Slim Chicken so delicious? It all starts with fresh, all natural tenderloins. Buttermilk marinated, then lightly hand breaded with our famous Southern spices. And we cook them fresh when you order every time. Try them with one of our 17 house dipping sauces. So come share a meal with us. Whether you're dining in, driving through, or feeding a crowd, Slims has you covered. Slim Chickens, fresh, delicious chicken, proud supporter of OSU athletics.
5: The Learfield Director's Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Director's Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993.
2: Cowboys fans, Academy Sports and Outdoors is the place to go when you need the gear to support your team. Academy is your one-stop shop for Oklahoma State jerseys, t-shirts, caps, novelty items, and more at everyday low prices. Be sure to visit your local Academy store or academy.com to stock up on OSU gear for the season. Academy Sports and Outdoors, proud partner of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. The
3: right stuff, the low price every day. Academy
4: Well, they're eating Slim Chicken, so it t- took them a moment to clap. I probably should have just said, never mind. The slim chickens is really, really good. Absolutely. And so, yeah, that's all right. As air on my part. Uh, we're here at Pi Kappa Alpha at the Neil Patterson House at Oklahoma State University. Of course, Neil Patterson, not only the namesake of this fraternity house, but also of the terrific new soccer stadium. I know you've been there uh, not far from here, as a matter of fact. It's a wonderful facility. And. Neil Patterson, the founder of Cerner and a great supporter of Oklahoma State and uh, and that soccer facility. I know you, it's it's world class.
7: Yes, first class. It's um, it's, it's what Oklahoma State University is about, is the best of the best. Don't shut, cut corners when you do something, uh, do it uh, at an elite level. And that soccer stadium is just another example. I was out there for the first game and obviously um, Neil's family was honored and and all that stuff. So it was great to see that come to life, that vision he had not only for the university um, in the athletic department side, but as a whole as it's another beacon of light to the future of this university.
4: Did you get a chance to meet Neil? I guess he's been gone not quite two years. Did you get a chance to encounter him? Probably not. I guess you wouldn't have crossed paths.
7: No, I never met him, uh, but did meet some of his family members yeah. when they were here for the uh, opening game of the, the stadium. It was a great night um, and the soccer team, Beat the sooner. So. Yeah, can't beat that. Yeah, <laughs>
4: cannot beat that. By the way, if you have a question for us here tonight, there's two ways you can get the question to us. You can use the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line, which is 405 747 0338, or send the question to us on my Twitter handle, which is at GoPokesVoice. So that's, that's the deal. Well, last night was something else. I mean, it, down 14, and let's be honest, You had not had a great deal of success coming from behind. And last night, unfortunately, came up a couple points, short in overtime, but you would get the lead down to eight or nine early in the second half and tech it back up to 12 or 14. So there were opportunities that perhaps your team could have, you know, maybe lost its spark a little bit, but didn't. And down nine with six and a half to go, and you got it to overtime. As you went back though and watched the game and have had time to process the game, what things jumped out at you as you've had some time to digest it?
7: Well, the first thing is like you said they they never gave in, and you know it's been a it's it's been a not ideal season uh, in a lot of ways, uh, certainly from a wins and losses standpoint uh, but those kids continue to come in and have great energy and practice and work in a way that shows they still care about each other and that they care about the jersey that they're wearing um, and particularly coming off a loss on the road the way we did on Saturday. I was anxious to see us compete again uh, and really try to see how we would respond against a team that's just as good, if not better in some ways, than K-State was on Saturday. Um, they're the top two defensive teams in our league. They're the top two teams overall sure. in our conference they have both given us really tough games, um, but the way our kids, you know, kind of came together and, and kind of not, not necessarily through caution to the win, but play with a competitive spirit that they expected to have success and wasn't affected by the crowd, which was great. They had a great environment there um, or the fact that Tech got off to a really good start um, both on both ends of the floor. Uh, we just kept battling, and the, so we talked about it at halftime was just make a competitive play on the next possession. Um, we had several guys do that throughout the night. Obviously, the one that sticks out the most is Lindy and the way he shot the ball late in the game. Uh, but Thomas dezague really carried us in the first half. Oh, yeah. Kept us in it. Uh, Yornay did some good things, and Curtis Jones gave us some really good minutes, and then you know, we had a, you know kind of a surprise contributor in Dee Mitchell who has only been with us for a month or so. Uh, and, and really hadn't even practiced, like, our stuff for – Yeah, he's focused, the they're last, focused on the scout team for yeah, the most part, right? until the last 10 days or so. So, yeah. just – you know, a lot of guys get credit for the way we play, but but our captains were the catalyst in leading the charge in terms of our energy and focus into the game.
4: D. Mitchell, uh, and we'll just talk about him first, and you mentioned just recently has kind of been getting a feel for what you do – Give us a feel for his game and his strengths and what your impressions have been of him on the game floor because last night it didn't look like it, it really bothered him all that much, the moment. Did you get that sense? Did you have that sense going in?
7: Well, you never know how respond in a kid will respond in a game where the game's on the line. You know, and obviously last night was the first time he'd been in with the game still in the balance, not decided one way or the other. Um, and he certainly rose to the occasion. Now, I'll go back a little bit. He came to my office and, and sometime in early or mid-August and inquired about being a part of the team. Okay. Uh, and didn't think at the time we would add any other people. We had about 14 to 15 guys, if anybody can imagine that, on our team, and 12 of them on scholarship back at that point. Uh, with so many new guys already, wasn't sure I wanted to add another uh, that I didn't think could really help us. hadn't had a chance to see him play, but so I knew about him. And then when the when the attrition happened with the roster, and he shows up to the workout, he kind of jumps out as a kid who really understands basketball. He obviously played at a pretty good level in high school, uh, had a successful playing career, but. And what we needed from him when he first came on board, which is what we needed from all of them, just somebody to give us an idea of what the other team does. Right. Uh, so, for three weeks, all he did was focus as a scout team, really. The guy with the assistant coach who had the scout uh, kind of went through their plays offensively, kind of tried to do the defensive things that the other team would do to give our guys who were on scholarship and playing a chance to be prepared to have success when the game started. So, it wasn't until, you know, about a week to ten days ago that I decided, you know, this kid's – having some pretty good success against our guys here in practice not dominating in any way but looking like maybe he belongs and so you think if we need a backcourt sub he's a he's a good option and um last night the opportunity arose Uh, we had some foul trouble obviously and then ice kind of rolled his ankle there so you need another ball handler on the floor and you know, I remember looking at him and telling him at that time, hey, I'm not drawing this play up for you, but they may help off you. They don't know anything about you. If you open, shoot the ball. And he kind of looked at me like, of course, I'm going to shoot it.
4: <laughs> Which is a look and, you're
7: looking for, yeah. right?
4: I mean, he's yeah. not like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to yeah, shoot. Yeah, no. He, he probably no, sounds like he God, gave you the look of, that, hey,
7: you darn right, let's go. Yeah, that very possession, he get it driven in there and kicked out, and he didn't hesitate. and. It gave us all all a lift. You know, really, the guys on the court, the guys on the bench, our staff. And so, felt like it was a great opportunity. I'm really happy for the kid because he's worked hard and earned it.
4: Because I remember you telling us before the TCU game, which would have been 10 days ago, that you were about ready to pull the trigger and put him out there in the first half in a real competitive situation. So, this has been on your mind, obviously.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, I've I've evaluated him now for over a month uh, in practices – you know his competitive. He's got a really competitive nature about him, um, and those guys that are on scholarship on our team, he doesn't take a back seat to him. He goes out there and he tries to just be a basketball player. And I tell our guys all the time: freshman, senior, you know, guy who's played seven years, a guy who's played two years, whether he, you know you're on scholarship or a walk-on or a manager. We expect you to be your best when you show up and whatever your role is, and that's what he's been doing, and the opportunity presented itself for him, and he showed that he'd been working at it.
4: You know, we've watched him in practice, but thinking back and watching the game last night, on the defensive end, he has some instincts and feel, it appears. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it appears, and as I've thought about that more and even watching his offensive game, He's been coached pretty well, I think. That's what it looks like. Do you get that yeah, sense? Yeah, I,
7: I have. And and the thing about it is you can tell he's never, all, he's never far out of position.
4: I guess maybe that's what uh, I was especially saying. Especially
7: away from the ball. And what you find is guys have a hard time understanding defensive rotations. Um, but for him, he may be just a half a second behind, but he's on his way. He just hasn't had the reps in games sure. to know – how to do it instinctively as quickly as some of the other guys who've played the 27th game. Right. You know, um, but he's getting there. He's been a, a pleasant surprise for us in terms of practice and somebody we look forward to the last couple of weeks of the season to helping us some more.
4: Fantastic. Questions come in from Ryan on Twitter going back to the end of last night. Uh, were you upset? And how upset were you when Cam tried to three at the end when Lindy was so hot?
7: Uh, Shot selection is always a tenuous subject. I mean, I I don't think that was the best shot we could have got, specifically as well as Lindy had been shooting it. Now, Lindy was gassed there pretty good. He had been going pretty hard, handling it versus the oppression. He made a couple really difficult contested shots. So we would have liked to give him another crack at it. I also think he passed it to Cam because he thought that Cam may have had a better opportunity. Um, I would have liked to have seen Cam try to drive the ball, to be honest with you, because we were only down two at the time and maybe an opportunity to get to the free throw line. So the only question I have about the shot is Cam didn't have it going from three. So if he's going to take a shot, maybe attack the basket, and maybe he draws Lindy's guy away from him, he can get Lindy for a shot, or he can get the ball to the paint and get fouled where he's a really good free throw shooter.
4: How many times in your career playing or coaching have you seen something similar to what Lindy Waters did in the last minute when he made four threes in 55 seconds and probably three of those under heavy duress. Have you uh, seen that many times?
7: Um, I, I don't know if I've seen it more than five times in my life. Yeah, I've been around the game since I was four years old. Uh, I do remember when I was at Northwestern State, or when I was at Stephen F. Austin, we played Northwestern State in the semifinals of the Slotham Conference Tournament, and they had a kid named Jalen West who was terrific. And, I mean, he scored about... 75 points on us, and about 60 of them were <laughs> of that variety. He was making shots from all over the place. It was one of those deals where you're just like, man, it's going to be one of those days where we just can't figure it out because he's got the hot hand. Uh, I coached a kid named Devin Downey who had a game like that against Kentucky at home. Uh, but beyond those two, I can't remember a time, especially we needed every one of those baskets. You did. I mean, it wasn't like they were throwaways and he's just kind of shooting free. They're contested. Um uh, their, their clutch shots, their versus good defense, and, and he stepped up and made them.
4: You know, and the thing is he had his worst game of the season at K-State Saturday. Had two points, fouled out in less than 20 minutes. Then he comes back on the road, another hostile environment, and does what he did. Scores a career-high 26 makes all those clutch shots.
7: Yeah, you got to be able to shake off you know bad games. They happen. Um, they happen to everybody. The best players in the history of this game have had games where they certainly didn't look like the best players in the game and you know, the, the really great ones are able to not allow that to turn into two really poor games. Uh, they go back, figure out what they did wrong, come out with the same aggression and confidence the next night. And most of the time, when you have the ability to have success, you figure it out after one tough night. So two weeks prior to
4: last night, Tech came into Gallagher, took command about three minutes in, and won big. But if I remember correctly, in that game, played a lot of zone. Since then, you've gone back to more of your pressure man defense. Do you think that played a significant role in how the game evolved quite differently?
7: Yeah, I mean, you kind of can look at the numbers and see where our lack of aggression hurt us defensively for that five- or six-game stretch in there where we were playing a lot of gap, a lot of zone. Three-point percentages for the other teams were out of this world. I mean, and it was frustrating because it's what you give up when you don't pressure guys. Um, and so last night we forced them to play more in the paint, which, which they beat us inside, but we didn't give up a ton of threes. In fact, it was probably one of the worst shooting games of the season from the three point range against a team who have been shooting an extremely high rate in the last five games.
4: Almost over 50%, 50% with their three. regulars, yeah.
7: And so it was a concern that if you let them get going from three early, it could be one of those nights where you regret that you weren't more aggressive. So we wanted to at least come out and throw the first punch, be really aggressive defensively, take our chances on the offensive end. And we talked talk to our team, you know, get to the last eight minutes, five minutes, last last media with a two possession game and, and give yourself a chance to win. And we did that last night. And
4: even though Texas tech only turned the ball over seven times, they just didn't look very comfortable offensively and their rhythm seemed to be out of whack. And, yeah, they ended up winning the game. They scored 84 points, but they by no means looked like they were in rhythm the way they were here in Stillwater.
7: Yeah, listen, the, the, the five games prior to last night, the average margin of victory was 25. Yeah. And it was all against Big 12 competition. Three of those games were on the road. So they've been really, really comfortable, both ends of the court. Their the defense is elite, but their offense had been extremely, extremely efficient uh, in the last three weeks or so. So our defensive pressure certainly bothered them. It affected their ability to get good shots. Uh, we took away threes. We made Jared Culver have to dribble the ball instead of catch and shoot. We did the same with uh, Mooney and Moretti, and those guys weren't able to just catch and shoot like they did here at Stillwater. So I commend our guys for making the adjustment and putting themselves in position to, to win a game against the top ten team on the road. It's hard to do.
4: We have some questions on Twitter that have come in. If you have a question for us, you can send it to us at my Twitter handle, which is at GoPokesVoice, or you may use the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line at 405-747-0338. We have questions from both media forums, and we'll get to those when we return. Before that, and before our break, a reminder that Cowboy games call for nothing less than the taste of Tostitos. Score some points with your fellow fans by breaking out the Tostitos. Back with more after this from the Pi Kappa Alpha House here at Oklahoma State University. It's the Coach Boynton Radio Show from Learfield IMG College.
5: Jolly's discount drug.
6: answer your phone calls directly, and we believe in personalized face-to-face service from people that you know. We value our customers at Charlie's Discount Drug, 723 South Walnut in Stillwater.
3: Charlie's Discount Drug, where we know our customers by name. Christopher Cross, Take Me As I Am 2019 Tour, comes to Seven Clans Paradise Casino, Saturday, April 6th. Don't miss a special evening with Christopher Cross. Get VIP or general admission tickets to Seven Plans Players Club or online at SevenPlans.com. Christopher Cross is coming to paradise in Red Rock, Saturday, April 6th. Highway 177 in Red Rock
2: are you a small business looking for financing at first national bank and trust company we value the partnerships we share with local business owners from investment properties to working capital first national bank is there to lend a hand first national bank and trust company your first choice in banking with branches located in Stillwater Morrison Weatherford Cordell and Hinton go folks member FDIC
3: Your one stop source for top quality furniture and mattresses at great discounts is a proud sponsor of OSU Athletics. With 10 great stores in Oklahoma, you'll find everything you need to furnish the home of your dreams, up to 50% less than you could anywhere else. Come by and visit the all new FFO Home or visit us online at FFOhome.com. Go Pokes! Is hunger turning you into a slowpoke? With more than 30 restaurants on campus, there's plenty of options to feed your inner cowboy. Whether it's breakfast at the crack of dawn or a midnight snack, there's something for everyone, no matter the time of day. Burgers and fries, fresh fruit smoothies made to order sandwiches, and more make it easy to satisfy even the biggest cowboy
1: appetite. University Dining Services, where the cowboys dine. So I hear you're looking for custom decorated apparel. Oh, and you need it fast with free graphic design along with local free delivery. Then call or email Stillwater Screen Printing and Embroidery. Their sales team will walk you through the entire process, making sure all your needs are addressed. They've been serving this amazing community for over 20 years and know the ins and outs of the decorated apparel industry. Whether it's T-shirts, polos, hats, or promotional items, you can find them at StillwaterScreenPrinting.com or call 372-7600 to get your project started. Conveniently located at the corner of 6th and Noblock behind Firehouse Subs. See you soon and go Pokes!
4: Rolling along here at Pi Kappa Alpha, back on campus for the Coach Boynton Radio Show, and Saturday, the Kansas Jayhawks will be here, 11 a.m. at Gallagher, and we'll get into the Jayhawks in a bit. Oklahoma State last night with a tough loss on the road at Texas Tech, and then, which has just become a theme for about everybody in the Big 12 this year. The travel is never smooth, but we were got home okay. I had to fly to Oklahoma City and bus back to Stillwater, and Back here about 1 a.m. So it's just uh, it's just been the kind of year it's been for everybody in the Big 12 trying to travel in a screwy winter season.
7: Yeah, you usually have, it. usually have maybe one, maybe two a year. I feel like every trip we've had. Four. I'm keeping track. <laughs> we got stuck in Fort Worth overnight. Yeah. We had to wait to the day of the game to go to Ames. Yep. <laughs> K-State was interesting. K-State was interesting. In a blizzard, trying to in get home blizzard, on a bus. Trying to get home on a bus last night. Um, WVU was, I guess, the smoothest trip we've had. The furthest trip and the smoothest trip we've I had. I
4: guess, yeah. Maybe, and then that's where
7: they've had, I think, the better weather.
4: Still got to go cases. to Waco,
7: which last year we had to drive back from. So. Oh, and shoot, <laughs> I forgot
4: about that. Yeah, I'm old. Thanks for reminding me. I'm an old man. So, it's all uh, good. It's all good. Let's go to some questions. Uh, Russell on Twitter, what are some things you want to... The young guys to continue to work on for the last few games of the season and then continue to work on in the off season going into next season what's what's on that list
7: well those are those are two different questions because during the season it's very much about our team's development and improvement, so everything's mostly about how do we get better as a group in certain areas we, We've gotten better as a group offensively as the season's gone along. We've changed our defense so much. We haven't really had a great rhythm defensively because we've had to make so many adjustments. Uh, And we've shot the ball particularly well consistently throughout the season, especially Thomas and Lindy. Uh, Cam struggled as of late, but he got off to a really good start as well. Now, from an individual standpoint, which, you know, we hope to continue to play for another few weeks here, uh, but we'll have conversations with each of those guys about what it's going to take for them individually to be better. And if everybody individually is better, then our team is better uh, collectively. But, you know, start with your, he's got to get stronger and be able to play with more balance and with a little bit more aggression inside. We've got to be able to play through him and the post a little bit more next year. You know, Ice has got to, he's got to make some adjustments to a shot. I mean, he knows that. It's something that we have to figure out a way to just tighten up with, the, with his mechanics, uh, maybe get a different kind of finish in the lane as a floater or something like that, pull-up jumper. Um, and, and each guy will have something a little bit different in that regard. You know, with Cam, his isn't as much physical. I mean, he doesn't need much physical development. Right. <laughs> you know, I think he's okay that way. Yeah, I think he's pretty good in that area. So it's not as important that he spends so much time with Jake as he does making sure he maintains what he has from a weight room standpoint. But in the gym, he's got to get a go-to move. He's got to find a, a shot that he feels comfortable with that he can make on a consistent basis when he has a, a matchup he likes. You know, same thing with Lindy. they got to be a little bit better with the ball, him and Thomas. Uh, and then Duncan's got to polish his overall game. He's got to get stronger. And, and he's got to get his confidence back. He's struggled with his confidence here late in the season.
4: Yeah, Duncan kind of has uh, – that's the impression I've had of him recently is that – and we've talked about this before, but probably overwhelmed almost by everything that's part of being not just a college basketball player as a freshman but just being a freshman, period. That's, yeah. that's tough for anybody. Yeah,
7: and, it, and it's really a natural thing uh, for most guys. You know, you come from a, a – mostly most of the time a smaller place where you're – the main person and, you know, you're able to play more freely through mistakes where now those mistakes maybe get exposed a little bit more and you don't have as much freedom to make them and you start to second guess, you know, whether you can be as effective um, with some limited opportunities. Um, So our job is to make sure we address them, show him the areas where he did do well in this year, but also make sure he's aware of the areas that he's got to get better at and then We've got to be committed as a group, as a staff, making sure that those guys spend the time necessary investing in their games and developing those skill sets. By the way, if you have a question for
4: Coach Boynton, you can send it to us via Twitter at my Twitter handle, which is at GoPokesVoice, or use the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line at 405-747-0338. From the text line, you're talking about Cam McGriff. Could he potentially be more effective if he was able to drive more and either finish or come to a hard stop, like maybe a, a Byron, Eton, for example, Keonti
7: Roberts, those type players. Yeah, hey, Byron's probably a tough comparison a point for card. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Byron was very unique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, I saw Byron at a, a game in Texas the other day, and um, he's still he's still a competitive dude. He still talks about how much he watches the game and studies it. But back to Cam. Uh, well, Cam, Cam probably just needs to develop his game 15 feet in, uh, more so than at the three-point line. So driving the ball and being more efficient with his, with his ball handling are certainly areas of, uh, that we need to address this summer.
4: Have another text question that has come in regarding last night's game and regarding going to the monitor. What explanation did the officials give for stopping play in the second half without making any call to go look at the monitor when you were deep into an offensive set? Because there was some kind of contact, but that was, I thought it was weird how they stopped it. Did yeah, you or know?
7: Yeah, I thought it was strange, uh, specifically because we asked earlier in the game during a dead ball for a review on a play, and they told us they couldn't do it. And so I was confused as to how they couldn't review something during an actual stoppage, during a timeout, and then they could stop a play during live action to go review something that turned out to be nothing. They, and they, there was no
4: foul call. There was That's no foul
7: call. Um, they, they, I guess they're trying to protect the, the, the player's safety uh, is, is what they kind of caused. And I guess the official saw one of the defenders kind of head jerk back and thought that he got hit in the face. And so he was going to make sure. And I said, well, if you thought you saw a foul, then you didn't whistle a foul. And so if you thought his head got hit, if he got hit in the head, it's a foul. So, you should have called a foul. Right. It was but weird. <laughs> don't make up a reason to stop the game when my guy's driving to the ball and there's a defender out of his way. Uh, so, I, I, don't, I don't know if there was a great explanation for that one, but that's what we heard.
4: It was interesting, too, at the end of regulation, when they went to the monitor, as they should, in the last minute on the inbounds play where the ball was knocked away from Lindy, spent a long, long time looking at it. Four minutes. Is that how long it yeah. was? Did you time it? Or someone well, did for told you? told me, yeah. Yeah, oh. Stephen Howard, the media relations (laughs) director. Of course he did. Stephen does everything. Even writes us nice notes during a game of things we need to mention, little footnotes. Uh, So four minutes. And and I I don't know for sure from our angle who it went off of, but I guess you – Do you you give the officials credit for being so diligent and looking at it? Or do you feel like, wait a second, this is taking too long. You either got it or you don't.
7: I think there needs to be clarity on how they can get to the conclusion. First, I think the NFL, which a lot of people question all their officiating as well. But the evidence has to be inconclusive. I would think if it takes, there's got to be a time limit where it can't be inconclusive anymore. That's that's a good point. It's kind of the point, right? It's not inconclusive. If it takes four minutes to figure out what happened, you just go with the call you made. Maybe you got it wrong, maybe you didn't, but I think it kind of takes the air out of the crowd. It was a great game. It was a lot of excitement, but the crowd started to get restless. The kids get out of rhythm, but I do understand they want to get the call right. It's a big game. Every game's a big game this time of year, Um, so I understand the sense of diligence that they want to have, but again, if it's clear, then change the call. If it's not, then you got to go with what you the call you made.
4: I don't know how this would apply to basketball because you do have balls that sometimes ricochet laid off guys' fingers out of bounds and you, the naked eye can't see it. It is interesting in the football clinic, which I have attended, how that they've talked about being wary of slow motion because slow motion will make things look like they happened that didn't happen. Sure. It's really interesting. If you watch replays, and football especially, You'll see what they're talking about because you have to look at things in real time. But in basketball, probably a little different because you can see a ball change direction when you slow things down. But they looked and looked and looked. They just didn't have the, for what they didn't have the angle. I think they were looking. And another
7: for. thing is they, they, they're working with two different video systems. So there's True. the in-house DV Sport game management video that they are reviewing immediately. And if they can't come up with something or if maybe two officials say they have something different, which could happen, they go to what the TVs maybe have. So the network's cameras, the ESPN would have maybe different angles that they could show that they're maybe showing on TV. And so sometimes that happens. Right. The in-house cameras are showing something and the people at home are watching something different. Absolutely. And the people at home are like, this is easy. And the officials haven't seen what the TVs have showing on national, <laughs> on the national broadcast.
4: What was funny last night, and I know you saw this, and most likely you did, they had continued to toggle through that video, and they start walking over toward the TV crew, and both Clay Madvik and Tim Welsh, the broadcast crew members, both immediately look at, I don't know if it was Tom Meads or Kelly Self I don't, or Jeb Hartness, I don't remember who it was, but as soon as they turn and walk their way, they just shake their head. And that was basically saying, we can't help you. We don't have a look. Well, they're
7: also saying, really interesting. They're getting like we need to get this game going. That's what <laughs> the, the TV so people. So that's the were real like, secret, hey, huh? Guys, we're it's '56. The- we have a nine o'clock tip.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so hadn't thought about that either. Boy, you always you always catch things. Uh, one other text question before we go to break. By the way, Ken and Norman says, "Hey, got faith in you and Cowboy basketball. Keep going." Uh, he's just curious, how many times do you take a bus instead of a plane? So wh- what's kind of the balance and what is the, you know, there's, how there's you a few manage different
7: that. dynamics, you know, whether the game is during the week in school, right? you want to make sure the kids miss as little bit, as little school time or class time as possible. Now, fortunately, the last couple times that we've been delayed, there's been no class because the reason we're delayed is the same reason that there's no class. you got True. weather issues. Um, but on the weekend, if it's close enough, you can can drive some of the longer distance trips. You certainly West Virginia wouldn't, wouldn't bust there. Um, so it, it kind of depends on where the game is, what time of year it is, and what time the game is can, can factor in. We wouldn't have gone on a plane a day of to Iowa State if we hadn't had to because right. of weather uh, because you you know the, it worked out because the game was later in the day but that's a tough trip to make in case something happens with a plane or something like that um, but we bus obviously to norman um we've bused to fort worth right uh on a weekend we wouldn't do it during a week because again you get some issues if the game's really late and trying to get back um so I, I don't k-state know if kansas a, depending yeah, depending on when like, the game is and yeah, yeah, like Kansas was an
4: 11 yeah, a.m. Game, game following a late game on the road at TCU. Yeah. So you flew up mm-hmm. because obviously you needed to preserve as much energy as possible and then took a bus back. So there's yeah. all kinds of different ways you can do
7: so it. So on a Saturday, it's usually easier to, to bus back because you don't play, unless you play Saturday, Monday, right, you're not going to play until probably Wednesday. And so Sunday's going to be an off day anyway. Uh, so there's not as much urgency in trying to get the guys back and rested for, for getting prepared for another game. So, again, not not a clear answer, but it's not as easy as we we bus here, we f- we fly here. Right. The, the time, the location, the date of week, all that stuff matters.
4: Time for a break and a reminder. The University Store is the ultimate shopping destination for Cowboy fans on OSU game day. Shop the largest, best selection of OSU clothing and gifts at the University Store's flagship location in the OSU Student Union, or in gallagher Arena during home events, or shop online 24-7 at shopokstate.com. We are at the Pi Kappa Alpha House, and more coming up. This is the Mike Boynton Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. Babe, put your phone down.
3: Can't. I'm customizing a Nissan Rogue in our team colors for our chance to win it.
2: But real fans watch
3: everything. (laughs) Okay, real fan. Who's winning? I I don't know. Yeah, I'll take the Rogue. Enter the Nissan Own the Paint sweepstakes today at nissanusa.com slash rogue sweepstakes. Get to Nissan, a proud partner of the OSU Cowboys. No purchase necessary. To enter and for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash RogueSweetStakes. N's 33119. Open to residents of the U.S. or D.C. except Alaska, 18 and older. Void where prohibited.
1: Hey, parents, have you signed your child up for the McDonald's Pistol Pete Partners Kids Club? Pistol Pete Partners is the official OSU Athletics Kids Club designed to get kids excited about OSU and become fans at a young age so they can be fans for life. For just $25, members receive discounted football and men's basketball ticket offers. Get in free to OSU soccer, women's basketball, tennis, wrestling, baseball, softball, and have access to exclusive parties with the athletes and much more. Visit okstate.com slash kids club to sign your kid up today. Also sponsored by Academy Sports and Outdoors and Mercy Health.
4: Chris's University Spirit on Campus Corner in Stillwater, Oklahoma, is proud to be your one-stop cowboy shop since 1986 and proud sponsor of Cowboy and Cowgirl Basketball. We specialize in custom-printed OSU apparel and merchandise and pride ourselves in giving our cowboy fans the best game day shopping experience in the state. So whether it be a new orange hoodie or a new license plate, we have all the gear to get your family game day ready. Come see us at the corner of 3rd and Block on a historic Campus Corner and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can shop 24-7 at ChrisUniversitySpirit.com and thanks to all of our loyal and true customers.
3: For nearly a decade, og e has committed over $1 million in scholarships to the College of Engineering, Architecture, and Technology, ensuring tomorrow's workforce. From internships to job opportunities, og e is proud of our partnership with Oklahoma State University. As an Oklahoma company, it makes sense og e helps grow the communities we serve. So to share ongoing success stories, we created OGETogether.com, a site with news that covers our growing future. Come see what we can do together.
1: Cowboy fans, if you're interested in this year's Big 12 men's basketball tournament or watching the NCAA first and second round games in Tulsa or other select sites, please visit Primesport.com. Prime Sport, the official travel partner of OSU Athletics. Also, don't forget that you can travel to watch the Cowboys at the NCAA National Wrestling Championship in Pittsburgh by logging on to Primesport.com. That's Primesport.com. What's the only place to get
3: hyped for game day? Gain access to free giveaways and everything OSU Athletics? Follow OSU Athletics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram today. You'll be the first to receive updates directly from the Athletic Department for all Cowboy and Cowgirl sports as they compete for conference and national titles. Visit okstate.com and click the Media tab to find a list of all sports, coaches, and OSU personalities to follow. Go Pokes!
4: We continue on the Coach Boynton radio show where Pi Kappa Alpha should point out that the son of one of our Cowboy Network crew members, the son of Kevin Gum, Trevor Gum, is a freshman member of the house. He just walked by. Good fella. Better fella than his dad. So we'll just point that out right there. But uh, good to have him here. And, uh, and I know his dad's very proud of all the things he's doing. So a little shout out to him and, and to Kevin as well. Let's get back to some questions from Twitter. Uh, and Russell chiming in. What do you need to do to try to maybe prevent foul trouble going forward given some of your limited numbers?
7: You know, it's, again, it's it's the dichotomy that we've been in for the last month and a half. You know, we, we initially went to playing more zone and being much less aggressive defensively, and it led to some really poor defensive um performances uh, particularly as it related to defending the three-point line sure um, and, and it's part of it is it's not how we were built from the beginning we were built to be a, a deeper pressure oriented team uh, and so to make that adjustment mid-year uh, was really asking a lot of our guys and they tried you know we we had some good success in maybe the first two games uh, but you could tell that it started to become way too comfortable for the other team so We've got to find a mixture defensively of playing our up-the-line pressure defense to be able to take away the three-point shots. Uh, but we've got to do it without being as aggressive, trying to steal the ball, forcing turnovers, uh, which will get us our, keep ourselves out of foul trouble a little bit better.
4: So looking to disrupt more than trying to generate turnovers.
7: Yeah, and, and then forcing guys to drive the ball a little bit more, meaning that sometimes we let them catch. We're not playing for as many steals. Uh, and then yours probably got to be a little bit less aggressive as a shot blocker, which he's been. And yeah. it's, you know, it's unfortunate. Again, that's what you bring him in for. But when you're a shot blocker, there's a chance you, you foul a little bit more. And, and when you're aggressive on the ball or in passing lanes, you foul a little bit more. It's just more of a pressure, uh, more of a, a foul-prone defense. Um, but we've just got to continue to get better and hone in on the fundamentals of our footwork and positioning.
4: If you have a question for Coach Boyton, you can send it to us via the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line, which is 405-747-0338, or use my Twitter handle, which is at GoPokesVoice. From the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line, Coach, who, in your opinion, is the best matchup in terms of an opposing team in the Big 12 and maybe the worst?
7: You know, this is is an odd year in the fact that both Tech and K-State are probably our worst matchups from our offensive standpoint. They don't press, so they don't ever extend the floor and put themselves out of position. Uh, And they have really, really aggressive perimeter defense in the half court. And our strength is the three-point shot, which they they both defend really well. And obviously, Tech didn't do as good a job last night. We got some really good looks, uh, shot the ball as well as we had a long time. But those are probably our two worst matchups. And it's strange because those are the top two teams in the league. Whereas, like last year, our best matchup was against the top team in the league and we were able to beat them twice. Um, I I don't know about best matchup. Maybe West Virginia, because of their style, they do extend the floor. They do pressure a little bit more. And, obviously, we had two really good games against TCU, one in Fort Worth where we felt like we should have won and then being able to beat them here uh, at home.
4: And it's interesting. Sometimes you look at Ken Palm. That's Ken Pomeroy. You look at the analytics – and they they don't necessarily follow accurately what the good and bad matchups are, but boy, the analytics data follow exactly. I mean, it it's right in course with it. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But in this case, it matches up.
7: Yeah, and Texas has been a good matchup for us as well, which is strange because it should. It doesn't necessarily look that way on paper. They have so much size and depth and athleticism, uh, but their style of play is is really. Compatible to what we like to play against. Uh, And we've played well against them and all the four matchups that we've had in the last two seasons.
4: Speaking of matchups, and we return, we'll preview the game against. The Kansas Jayhawks coming up Saturday in gallagher Arena. If you have a question for Coach Boynton, again, two ways to get the question to us. Use the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line at 405-747-0338 or send your question to me via Twitter at the Twitter handle at GoPokesVoice. The official grocery partner of Cowboy Basketball is Homeland. Homeland offers party trays, hot foods, and all the chips and drinks that make your game day one to remember. That's Homeland. Back with more after this, live from the Pi Kappa Alpha House at Oklahoma State, it's the Coach Boynton Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo.
3: Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P always walk it.
4: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council.
5: A ranger station.
1: I'd like to report a bear hug.
5: Okay.
4: I put out
1: my campfire, and Smokey Bear hugged me.
5: So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good.
1: Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update!
3: I'm gonna let you go
1: now.
5: There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at
4: SmokyBear.com.
3: Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first
5: computer.
2: I want, to on a cool
3: I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
0: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at
3: IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
2: Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree... It's
3: huge!
2: ...is the moment I knew that for him... Even the sky has no limit.
6: There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org.
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
4: We continue from Pi Kappa Alpha here at Oklahoma State. It's the Coach Boynton radio show tonight. Next time you plan to shop at Stillwater, make sure to stop by the Cowboy Travel Plaza. Game Day Ironworks, Game Day Events, Merrifield Office Supply, Charlie's Discount Drug, Debris Sporting Goods, BNC Business Products, and the Furniture Showcase. These great Stillwater businesses are proud partners of the Visit VisitStillwaterOK.org Shop and Stillwater program supporting all the OSU athletic teams. Have a a quick Twitter question before we get to Kansas. Uh, now that Dee Mitchell has played more, would you put his name now on the back of the jersey or perhaps any of the other walk-ons?
7: Uh, it's not something that was at the top of my priority <laughs> list in the last
4: week. No so, offense to D, am sure.
7: <laughs> yeah, we love D. Uh, matter of fact, I gave him a, a huge shout-out in, in front of the team and told him how much we appreciated him. And, and really all the guys that, that have come to help us the last month and a half, they've been really, really crucial to us just being able to manage the season. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I'm sure that's something we can work on, but I, I don't want to do it just for him. Th- those kids all sure. deserve, um, if we're going to do it, to have that same opportunity.
4: Understood. So Kansas, Saturday they go to Lubbock. They're down 25 at half. They lose by 29. Then they come home Monday to play first place Kansas State, and it really felt like dominated almost from start to finish. What do you make of them right now?
7: Um, obviously it's, it's a hard place to go win a basketball game in, in, uh, in K- large, yeah, uh, yeah, K state hadn't had been able to figure it out with that group of seniors. I thought that they would play better. Wasn't sure they'd win, thought they'd play better. Um, considering they felt like maybe this was the year to get them as with a, with a group of vets. Um, but Kansas is as always really, really talented. You know, they start four McDonald's all Americans. And um, they obviously have a Hall of Fame coach. So really, really talented team. Uh, We played a really competitive game against them up there. um, And I look forward to another one. This should be a great environment. We got some really, really important young people that's going to be in attendance. I've heard that. Uh, So we need to have a lot of energy in the building uh, and show them that uh, Cowboy basketball is on its way back and they can be a part of something special.
4: I like it. I like it. So as far as Kansas is concerned, two things really seem to jump out when you compare playing them I guess it would have been a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, versus now. Marcus Garrett is back, who's a key cog and has a reputation as a not only a good defender, I guess, but very versatile defensively. And Mitch Lightfoot may have even started with our game in Lawrence. He seems to have really taken off, and his role appears to have increased significant as, significantly as of late. And of course, he's a center.
7: Yeah, and we, we play them coming off. Them getting their tails kicked in Manhattan the last time. That's true. Um, And uh, they they were pretty locked in. He started McCormick for the first time in that game, and he gave them some energy off, um, you know, in the lineup. Uh, But Lightfoot certainly brought a different spark to him. You know, he's been around the block. He knows what's going on. He knows what his team needs. He won't be rattled by the environment. He's played everywhere you can play. Um, So his experience and his size and athleticism around the rim really gives him a different dimension. Uh, But Gary is certainly a difference maker because of his length and versatility defensively. He can guard probably pretty much everybody on our team. Uh, But he can only guard one of them at a time. And that's a good thing.
4: (laughs) Well, of course, goes without saying, Dedrick Lawson averaging a double-double. Interesting game for him up in Lawrence. He really didn't do much the first half and then it seemed like that, uh, for whatever reason, he appeared to be more assertive in the second half. That's what it looked
7: like. Yeah, he really got them going. Uh, he was kind of in, in Dotson. Dotson really is the engine for their team because he's so fast in transition. You got to account for him. And once you get two sets of eyes on him, he's really good passer. So he can find the open guy. Um, but Lawson's versatility, his ability to make threes and post you up, makes you have to figure out what the best matchup is for him. And um, on that day, we didn't have a good one.
4: Do you feel like pressure defense can be more effective against them because it seems like they're always a rhythm team? Is that a potential advantage this time versus the first time or maybe not?
7: Yeah, we, we, we have to pressure. We have to because it's it's most beneficial to us being able to get out and transition ourselves. And we need to be able to get some early baskets in offense and be able to get some threes for DeZagwin, for Waters, and hopefully we can get McGriff going again and – Yeah, who knows? We'll put ourselves in position again in the last four minutes, and I know what Gallagher-Iber can be when it's nice and packed and rowdy and look forward to having a great crowd, which we always do against Kansas, and, and putting ourselves in position to have another great victory.
4: Well, and you were in a good position in Lawrence. Game was tied with about 12 minutes to go, and they had a spurt and got a couple of layups and hit some threes to separate, but you kind of hung in there, and you were in the game most of the time. So... Certainly, it will be fun Saturday. Coach, we appreciate the time.
7: Thank you very much, and thanks so much to the to people here at Pi Kappa. They, they did a great job. They got a great yeah. house, and uh, thank you guys for having us.
4: Yeah, fantastic. Guys, give yourself a round of applause. Good times. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap things up after these messages. From the Pi Kappa Alpha House at Oklahoma State, it's the Coach Boynton Radio Show from Learfield IMG College.
2: Hey, Cowboys fans, Academy Sports and Outdoors is the place to go when you need the gear to support your team. Academy is your one-stop shop for Oklahoma State jerseys, T-shirts, caps, novelty items, and more at everyday low prices. Be sure to visit your local Academy store or academy.com to stock up on OSU gear for the season. Academy Sports and Outdoors, proud partner of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. The,
3: right stuff, the low
4: price, every day. Academy.
5: Nothing about being a police officer is routine. But with so many drunk drivers, some days, feels like a broken record. Every day, I pull over another one. Sometimes it's the same one. Seems like some people never learn. If I keep pulling them over, maybe they will. Drive sober or get pulled over. Let's end DUI. Brought to you by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office and Department of Public Safety.
6: This is Debbie at Charlie's Discount Drug. Did you know that a prescription is not required to shop at Charlie's Discount Drug? We have an ever-growing gift selection, including gifts for him, her, and the kids. We also have a wide variety of pop and candy. There's no prescription required to shop at Charlie's Discount Drug. 723 South Walnut in Stillwater.
2: Charlie's Discount Drug, where we know
3: our customers.
4: Wrapping things up tonight, remember, Cowboy fans, next time you plan to dine or stay in Stillwater, make sure to visit Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, Eskimo Joe's, Mexico Joe's, the Smokey Pokey, and the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. These great Stillwater businesses are proud partners of the Visit StillwaterOK.org Dine and Stay in Stillwater program supporting all the OSU athletic teams. So here's the game plan, and let's first point out some changes as far as the athletic schedule is concerned. If you're following Cowboy Baseball tomorrow, they will play a doubleheader against Iowa because the weather Saturday, Sunday looks bad, especially Sunday. So a doubleheader tomorrow at 105, first pitch at LAP Reynolds Stadium. They're going to try to play Saturday at 205. Sunday, they've given up on it. There will not be a game Sunday as far as Oklahoma State baseball is concerned. So it works out. You could go to the Cowboy basketball game at 11 and scoot over to LAP at 2 to watch the Cowboy baseball team against the Iowa Hawkeyes. As far as our plans are concerned, it's an 11 a.m. tip on Saturday in gallagher Arena as the Kansas Jayhawks come to town. We'll start our coverage at 10 a.m. Saturday. There are tickets available. Go to the okstate.com website. Go to the ticket button and check out your options for Oklahoma State and Kansas as the Cowboys try to knock off the Jayhawks again. And if they do so on Saturday, it may well be the loss That marks the end of the Jayhawk run atop the Big 12 Conference. It goes all the way back to 2005. So it is high stakes stuff Saturday in Gallup. Thanks to the guys from Pi Kappa Alpha. Fellas, you've been great. I'm Dave Hunziker. Stay warm. Maybe someday it'll warm up, we hope. This has been the Mike Boynton Radio Show, live from Pi Kappa Alpha and Learfield IMG College.
5: on the Cowboy Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been the Coach Mike Boynton Radio Show, brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, farm fresh for 50 years, Homeland Grocery, your OSU tailgate headquarters for all your game day needs, Charlie's Discount Drug, discount is our middle name, located at 723 South Walnut in Stillwater, and by Oklahoma Highway Safety Office. Together we can end DUI. Visit nduiok.com to learn more. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Cowboys Sports Network.